Alright folks, and we're back with another episode of Four Squares. This is episode 9 with Joe, obviously, and... Jordan here. Jordan. As always, your two favorite hosts here. Um, favorite ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, again, since I, we, I tried to introduce it last time, Frederick's first fun podcast. So <laughs> We're the fun ones. We're going to sleep that and keep that. <laughs> but today we have a, a really big show. Um, we have Dallas White joining us today. And sorry about that feedback there. Uh, it's just everyone's trying to talk to him, so it's, you can already tell the, the craze is already ha- hitting the house here. Um, but we have him joining us, going to talk about a lot of things, whether it's acting, he has a few summer projects coming up, and uh, a lot of films that he's been in recently. So we're just going to dive into all that, as well as some questions that me and Joe have for him. Uh, we'll get into that, but Joe, another week has gone by. How's it been since our last meetup? It's been pretty good. I um, haven't done a whole lot. Uh, this past, just yesterday, actually, I saw uh, Pride and Prejudice over at the Maryland Ensemble Theater downtown. Okay, sweet. Um, but it's it's not um, it's an adaptation that's a little more funny, and there's a lot of uh, uh, gender flip roles, like women playing men and men playing women. So it's um it's a little funnier than what Pride and Prejudice actually mm-hmm. is. But uh, no, it was really good. Um, everyone in it was really committed to it and clearly enjoyed themselves. And um, it was really great. I liked it a lot. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I've only, I think I had to read the book, like the original, Yeah. back in, uh, I think it was high school, or I may have touched it in uh, college. But the only one that I really enjoyed was the one with zombies. Mm. I didn't even get to see the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that movie looks cool. I, didn't, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, the show sounds fun. I mean... From what it was originally, like the drama portion, I'm glad they could at least put in some humor and comedic side to it. Um, but with that, I mean, it was here at them. Is it still going on? Is it something that we it can ha- still? It, it, I think they have one more weekend of shows. The one or two more weekends of shows. Okay. Um, they do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, sweet. Um, evening performances. Well, the Sunday one is a matinee, so it's in the afternoon. But um, yeah, no, it's. It's pretty good. Again, it's at the Maryland Ensemble Theater. If you want to go check it out, I recommend it. Here in Frederick. Yeah, absolutely. That would be terrific to go to. Um, It seems like they're always throwing up, like, I mean, I don't know the schedule, but it seems like they always have, like, something rolling out, whether it's, like, the Comedy Pigs or Mm -hmm. I don't know how many, like, different groups they have rolling in and out of the Maryland Ensemble Theater. Oh, yeah, it's a really cool space. And, um, uh, you know, they've got children's theater shows going on all the time, too. So um, it's not, uh, they don't do necessarily like a bit like main what they call a main stage production like those aren't always happening okay. um there's like usually kind of a break in between and as they're rehearsing another show and stuff like that but um yeah they've always got something going on in there and it's really cool it's really good uh, uh contribution to the theater yeah. scene no Frederick. absolutely yeah yeah whatever helps that um because again i mean the only times i've seen i mean i always knew the maryland ensemble theater was around but i only seen my actual drama productions with what you do mm-hmm. and like high school and FCC and what Hood College does. Yeah. Like anything other besides that, I mean, that's good. I mean, that leads for any type of people that are into the theater scene to also have like an avenue to go participate in. Yeah, so sure. definitely check that out, um, especially if they're doing more shows mm-hmm. within the next two weekends. Yeah, I, I, it might be two more weekends, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but yeah. We'll get that cleared up on Twitter. So just in <laughs> right. case we're, just in case it gets passed, we can definitely just update you guys on that. Um, but with that, 
I haven't been up to it much lately. I mean, we had a great time on the last show with uh, Jill and Ash. That was a fun episode, and I was also saying it's going to be hard to top, so let's see if... I mean, it's pretty noisy up there, so, I mean, they're chatting it up. Hopefully, they haven't talked about stuff we'll be talking about on the show. He's kind of wanting to leave it fresh, but... And then with Joe, it's his last week here in Maryland before we lose him for... I mean, how, how long will you be gone? Um, I'm, I leave on Thursday, and I'll be back um, the following Sunday. So I think it's... I fly out on the 6th, and I'm, I'm back on the 16th. Okay. So, yeah, I'm uh, spending a little bit of time with... I have a couple friends that live out there, so I'm going to visit with them a little oh, bit. Awesome. Um, and then sometime in the middle of those 10 days, I'll be at um, E3, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and the vacation time is going to be nice, too. Oh, yeah, so. I definitely understand that. And it will be well-needed, especially you're doing E3 and a vacation, pretty much. Basically. Like, coinciding, so like that's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, I have been checking that progress on the building for Doom. Oh, yeah. And what building is that? Because they did something for Red Dead previously. Yeah, I'm... I, I believe it's a hotel. I'm okay. honestly not sure. Okay. Um, it's... No, it's like down the street from where the convention center is. I'm not really sure exactly. But it's like prime. it's like in the middle of downtown LA. Yeah, it's very prime last, real estate. Yeah, last year was um, a painted for Fallout 76. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was the year prior to that was Red mm. Dead 2. Yeah. And then they had uh, Fallout 76, but that's awesome. Two years in a row. Yeah, still I with know. I'm. But that's like, I. It makes me kind of wonder. I'm like, what does it take to? Oh yeah. Because <laughs> they had to paint that. Yeah. yeah they, oh my goodness. It, they're and like I thought it would. You know, they were sticking it the stuff on there, but then seeing the progress, I'm like, oh no, that's painted <laughs> on there by hand. I thought it was just a big banner. They were just like, yeah, under. I thought so too. But now it's like hand painted oh. on the building. So that's it's really crazy. That's amazing talent right there. Because yeah. again, I thought it was just like a photo print, just like roll it down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I have no idea what the process is for getting that done. But it's Whew. crazy. Just the amount of detail for something like that that you have to do in like pretty much like a three separate things to make it look yeah. like it is one image is just crazy right. but that's just a one percent of what what joe will be experiencing at e3 mm -hmm. uh it's gonna be a lot of fun there um but i also let's see what else what else have been on this week any movies shows you've been catching up with uh no <laughs> no I mean, uh, nothing right now uh, the, only, the only thing that i saw recently was godzilla and i'll just have to say a little spiel about that because we did Posted like a big blast on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Was that you just have to see this movie in IMAX? It's just incredible. Oh, and I'm if sure. you get any chance to see it in LA, I definitely yeah. recommend it. Still, yeah, it looks really cool. So yeah. I definitely want to check that out. It's a big movie, so it definitely deserves like the biggest screen you could see it on. But other than that, I've just been trying to get ready for this event. And it sucks you're gonna miss it, but yeah. you'll see it through our media. So for sure, uh, that'll be it. And if that does go well, we'll hopefully have another event that you'll be able to because yeah. it'd be cool to have like a little segment to where we can do like our own little side thing with Foursquare so we can hopefully we'll have like a bigger fan base by the time we have a another event to kind of have like oh Foursquare is partnering with this mm. event catering by Fallen oh, Square yeah. so I just see it all encompassing together so that'd be awesome yeah that'd be really cool we'll be right back we're gonna sit down with Dallas White and talk about some stuff but we do have a sponsor our first sponsor so I'll be reading that out uh, right after or during the break and then we'll go into a little break to introduce uh, Dallas but we'll be right back so thank you to our first sponsor which was 
Future Sound Productions. They are a monthly electronic music event here in Frederick, not Bethesda, not DC, not Baltimore, right here in Frederick. It's one of the longest running EDM events on the East Coast. It's basically showcasing local DJs and producers to play underground electronic music and a spot for people to come out and dance with a light show and lasers. And it also brings like a little bit of a different type of scene when you when you have like DJs playing in Frederick. And the music is actually really cool. And it kind of brings like a little bit of a club scene to Frederick. Uh, so I really give these guys a lot of props. They've definitely been really hard working like the past like couple of years. Because they started out in uh, Cafe Nola. And uh, now they're at Spinner's. And that's their new venue. And it takes place at Spinner's Pinball on the third Saturday of each month. So in June it's going to be the 15th. So this June the 15th, <laughs> make sure you're out. They usually have it from 8 to 12. And again, it's a spinner's paint or pinball. I kept saying it's the last time, paintball. It's, pinball. it's not paintball. Yeah, it's not paintball. It's spinner's pinball. And uh, so with that, it also brings like a lot of retro video games, arcade games, and of course, pinball. So it's a great venue. It mixes the two with EDM and retro classic games. And with this one on the 15th, it's going to be an 80s theme. So it's going to be a lot of, I hope, a lot of synth music. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but that sounds awesome. But again, it's uh, Future Sound. It's an awesome EDM event here in Frederick. If you have any more, want any more information, visit uh, facebook.com slash futuresoundmd. Again, that's facebook.com futuresoundmd. Alright guys, we're back. Uh, we have Dallas White here, a very special guest here, local actor, as well as producer, among other things. He's been in some uh, works with the ID Channel, he's been in Bad Moms as uh, it was an extra, or not an extra, but basically like a waiter. It was like, yeah, I mean, it was sort of like an act. It basically I got paid as background. <laughs> okay. and then, uh, I didn't he's, speak. <laughs> he's been on uh, shows including with HBO, so he's... he's Pretty well known. He's coming up. I mean, there's been articles in the Frederick News Post about his rise to this like point. I mean, just recently, he was on the James Corden show. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that's going to be an interesting combo to talk about later here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's it's good to have you here, Dallas. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And um, I, <laughs> when did where where did we meet? We it, met at the radio station. Yeah, it was, like it, was um, it was like. Was it seven years ago? Seven years yeah, ago? Yeah, it feels like a very yeah. long time. Because <laughs> I remember seeing you again at the writers uh, for Black Hills. I had to do like a double take when you came on to it. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. oh, uh, me and gosh. Dallas go way back from the, the radio station days. Uh, it was really fun. Dallas was a, um, I was on the promotions team. Dallas was promotions too. Uh, you're like pretty much a co-host. Right? Well, not a co-host, more like like third wing on the morning mm. show. But um, it was like I would go out and do all like the pranks and stunts and just mess with people in public. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that was. I mean, it was a really fun time during then because we were we were under some management with two great guys that now are. I mean, I think one of them still. I mean, Tommy still is on. The, he's still there. Yeah. yeah, he's still there. But Shin is. Shin on is a, up. Uh, Shin, is he still Shin, doing New Jersey stuff? He's up in. Yeah, he's well. He's outside Philly. Yeah, it'd be considered Jersey. Right. Um, no, he's actually um, a manager at uh, Killarney's, which is a bar, an Irish bar, oh, okay. or an Irish pub up in. Uh, yeah, up in Trenton. 
Trenton. Nice. New Jersey, yeah. Oh, they had great management back then. Yeah. They're just, like Dallas <laughs> we all said, move on. Dallas said, like, pranks and everything. They're just full of, like, ridiculousness oh that gosh, we brought yeah, to the station. So, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to go into work. <laughs> but I even remember days where I, uh, Dallas would be called Justin Bieber. Remember some oh people? Oh, my gosh. My hair, my hair back then was, like, waved over. So, like, it, it had, like, and I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to have to change my hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, you get shit for that because Tommy, the co-hosts that were on the radio stage, were always just oh playing on to that. They're like, all right, Dallas is out somewhere. He's uh, he's, he's going to give some clues to where he is. He looks like Justin Bieber, by the way. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on. But Dallas, again, good to have you here. I mean, from there, the radio station days, you – you just transformed into this like rising yeah, like so, yeah it was weird because I um I, I did radio and I I left um I left the radio station and started doing more uh like film work I did some background work House of Cards was in you know Baltimore DC area mm-hmm. and then there was Veep Veep was in town mm-hmm. um so I just wanted to those were like the two sets where like I went there and I wanted to know what a set looks like like when I first got on House of Cards I'm like oh my this is amazing and then I was like oh whoa there's Kevin Spacey obviously not now but but, <laughs> but like it, it was like it was like oh my gosh it was like I was starstruck and like I just didn't know what to do like I wasn't listening to anything he was saying like <laughs> all right so it's Francis Underwood but I, I didn't care I was just like oh. <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah and then Veep was awesome um and then I started moving into uh ID investigation discovery was like the first television stuff I started with and it was like reenactments for documentary like true crime stuff and the I think the first thing I did was like Evil Kin Mm -hmm. and there was like Nightmare Next Door there's like a bunch of shows and they all have like the same format you know I mean people binge watch these shows all the time (laughs) they get pretty pretty addicting (laughs) oh my gosh yeah they like leave you hanging throughout the episode and Mm -hmm. then they're like all right, now who did it? And they'll have like a couple suspects involved and like, I don't know, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. The thing about those shows is when I'm acting as like a suspect or, you know, whether I'm innocent or the killer, uh, you have to play both sides because you have to leave the viewers like hanging on like, oh, he has that edge to him. <laughs> you know, maybe he did do it. Oh no, but he's innocent in the scene. I don't know. And then like, then mm-hmm. they find out. So that's the weird part about the, the acting in those shows is like there's those double double meaning type of uh, yeah. Yeah. portraying. I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm I saw I've seen some of your shows on ID Channel, and it just when you said Veep and uh, House of Cards, <laughs> I did remember the the post you did way back when when you, that was like pretty much your your first post where you're like on a, a big show as House of Cards. Yeah, now, was that were you a PA or was that one of the like acting? No, that was just back. That was background. Oh, background. Was, okay. um, yeah, I, I went on as an extra, and hmm. I, there was a campaign scene in like season three, and I uh, I was like, okay, and then Kevin Spacey comes out and says his grand speech to everyone to get him to you know become president. I guess this is like the I don't know. I never watched that show. <laughs> unfortunately i never i never watched the show so when i went on it i like watched the first episode to get the idea of like how this is formatted and what it's all about and i just knew that his character was a little dark and cro- uh, crooked and stuff so uh, but yeah i mean yeah it was a uh, i don't know it was weird it was a very long day yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't watched that show either okay good. I, I watched like the first episode or two it's just not my thing like the yeah. political drama like the <laughs> just it's, yeah. 
I'd rather just laugh or I will I will say though scary. I will say though a really good show though is um is uh what is it Designated Survivor that's mm-hmm. a political show mm-hmm. but I mean it has a really good storyline it's basically about this guy who he's if everybody died at the White House and like Congress and everybody like no this one guy is always away and he's called the designated survivor. It's like so, Keith or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like basically becomes president from being a nobody, like way down the totem pole oh, after wow. this contrast, you know, catastrophe happened and everybody died. <laughs> so he was like the one person <laughs> down there that just jumped to president. And that's like what it's all about. Hypotheticals. Like, what would happen if everyone dropped out? Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is kind of cool. Yeah, because they pretty much have a hierarchy. It's like, okay, the president dies, vice president, the vice president dies, and it's like so, so, so. Yeah. And then it's like, they wipe out all those people. <laughs> it's like this, this one guy. It's Keith or Sutherland, basically. They'll just go to the guy who's been 24. Someone. Yeah, <laughs> take yeah. a random citizen. Like, <laughs> you're your president now. <laughs> Even if it did actually happen, they would go get Keith or Sutherland. Because yeah. it's like 24, designated survivor. Yeah, who else yeah, here? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, so you were just in New Jersey. At a yes. film festival up there. Yeah. Uh, the, tell us about that. It was uh, the New Jersey Recovery Film Festival. Um, it's basically about the, uh, it, basically all the films, whether it's short films, there was a lot of documentaries too, um, that relate to, um, I guess, finding hope in recovery and addiction and stuff like that. So it, it was basically pinpointed to that topic. Uh, I had a film there, uh, it was a short film called The Hope Dealer. It was uh, directed and written by uh, Andrew Broadhurst, and I acted in it, I led in it. But um, yeah, I ended up getting the Best Actor Award. Oh, cool. And then, um, what is it, Uh, Conrad Weaver, he had Heroin's Grip. I don't know if you've heard of that around town, Heroin's Grip. It sounds familiar. It's a documentary about, uh, you know, the epidemic in Frederick County. And he won the Impact Award. Oh, cool! So nice. yeah, so, okay, it, was, so it was cool. It was cool. People, like we yeah, were really, both yeah. there, and then it happened. I was like, oh, that's that's amazing. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. We're so, representing Frederick very well here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so was it all documentaries, or was there? No. So like, um, so like the film I was in, the short film, mm-hmm. it was a narrative. So okay. it was just um, a story that we, uh, well, Drew wrote and I acted in. I play a heroin addict in that, and there's. Another character, which plays my little sister in the movie, um, basically, basically we have this um, disgruntled like relationship, and it's uh, just it shows the struggle of addiction mm-hmm. that I portray. But yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, it wasn't the the most fun project to be a part of, <laughs> yeah. you know, because of the t- you know, right, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very heavy. Yeah, 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 it's very heavy. Um, <clears throat> But I, this kind of turns over to like the other film, uh, the other short film that uh, is going on right now is The Baker Brothers. Mm-hmm. And The Baker Brothers is a short film. It's uh, about two hillbilly brothers who like rob a church in the 50s. So it's a, it's a total comedy. Like we are <laughs> okay. dumb and dumber. Like <laughs> we, they don't know what they're doing at all. Yeah, when um, you sent me the, uh, the picture that we used uh, on our Instagram story, it was, it was funny because when you, you had said like, short comedy film like Baker Brothers and he sent me that I was like wait is it a comedy you look pretty like sinister looking oh yeah oh you're really <laughs> yeah. pretty intense yeah. uh, I was like wait is this been on my soda yeah yeah um, you're like looking up but, <laughs> but yeah no that was a, such a fun we filmed that in Ohio okay um, and it was at Hale Farm is it Hale Farm and Village I think but no it was great because we were outside for a couple scenes and it didn't matter where we shot what angle 
it was just a bunch of houses in the, like the late 1900s that were just kind of around. So oh, it kind of built the whole environment yeah, and atmosphere sweet. of the 50s oh, nice. um, without worrying about anything. You know, the only thing we had to worry about is like planes going by. Um, <laughs> yeah. This guy was mowing like in a field. <laughs> we had to actually get somebody to go over and tell him to stop. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I bet he was an the struggle, <laughs> a struggle of filmmaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never really think about that. Like it must be hard to film a like a period piece somewhere oh yeah just i mean because for that reason like you need to be so conscious about what's in the background exactly well costumes alone costumes alone there's like the music involved um we actually got uh anthony ended up getting a uh he's the director and writer of the film anthony uh spotty um and he uh got this car from like the it's a vintage a 1950s cop car uh, and it said Cleveland on it, so we based it in Cleveland, Alabama, rather than okay. Cleveland, wow, they Ohio. Had to change the, oh, yeah, wow. so we did a little spinoff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, there's it's it's a struggle because when the when there's like a era, it's like you have to make sure everything is accurate. It, mm -hmm. The accuracy goes right. up completely, and you have to make sure no one's, you know, even down to like the cell phone in my pants, like Ooh, the, you, you know, you yeah. can see it through the clothing. So like you have to make sure none of that is in anybody's pockets. And like, especially, so, I mean, we've, we've learned that through game of Thrones. You don't want to leave a water bottle. Take notes game of Thrones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, but. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. I mean, especially nowadays, cause I mean, people besides like stuff that's obvious, people are so really particular about just like how they critique stuff. Like, Oh, they would somehow become an expert of the 50s, like, when they're watching, like, oh, yeah. even just, like, a, well, that's a movie. That's not how it would be. It's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, well, yeah. well it, it, you it, know everything now. Yeah. <laughs> with the 50s, it was funny, because, like, with the 50s, um, Anthony, that was his, like, that's his era. Like, that's his, mm -hmm. his go-to. Um, and he's inspired by the Coen brothers, so, like, oh, okay. he kind of took away from, like, the O oh, Brother Where Art Thou kind yeah. of feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as we were all getting ready and getting costumes on, Oh, excuse me um it's the beer <laughs> um so the uh when we were in the pavilion and all the extras and churchgoers are like getting their costumes i was playing 50s music on my phone so you got like rock and robin and like all this music playing to get people in the mood like that's just how i am i like to you know when it comes to that sort of thing it's no, it's yeah, good definitely to put yourself helps. in the in the mood of the 50s and oh yeah absolutely. <laughs> i would see that it as well too i oh, wouldn't yeah. be listening to like Playboy Cardi or like Cardi B, like well, then like a set piece air in the fifties, like yeah. oh yeah, because then they'll start like getting that vibe of like nowadays. So. Then I start walking to the church and I'm like, yo yo, what's up, yo, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. I totally Wrong. get that. But yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Those are like the two that are going on right now. Now, do you uh, travel a lot for this stuff, or do you do it mostly around here? Uh, well, the well, uh, the Baker Brothers, like I said, was in Ohio, but like mm -hmm. the Hope Dealer was in uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Okay. I filmed that there. Um, I like to do stuff local just because it's it's more convenient. Um, yeah. But if I have to travel out, I more so I travel out for film festivals um, yeah. to market the films right. and like you know just appear there and make connections. That's the main thing right now is. You, you have to have a balance between your content and then also your you know uh, connections right. and you know, building your brand and building your network because mm -hmm. you know if you keep with the same group of people you can only make so much right. and then you try and pull in somebody else that you've worked with like <laughs> that's what I try and do so like the Hope Dealer and uh, the Baker Brothers like I'm trying to combine the crew. 
from those two films for the next thing. Okay. okay sweet. So yeah. it's like that way they meet each other and then our circle just gets bigger yeah, and bigger. Uh, yeah. On ever ongoing collaboration between exactly. like who you work with. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's one thing to like, because people just sometimes just rely on their agent to be yes. like, okay, I got this gig, I got this commercial, I got this. Yeah. But it's another thing when like you're, you're out there doing it all, as well. Yep. So it just again, like you said, just the networking. It's is... a lot of uh, it's a lot of making your own opportunity because um, you know ninety five percent of the time you're self submitting yourself. Um, I do have an agent out of Atlanta, and it's it's you know I don't get much from her every every so often something will come up where it's you know it could be a big project or a big fifty million dollar budget movie, and I'm competing against. Machine Gun Kelly. That was a true story. Really? Yeah. For Bird Box or another no, something no, else? No, okay. so, so, yeah, I guess, I don't know. The movie, I don't know if the movie's out yet. We'll, we'll leave that alone. Okay. Okay. We'll leave that alone. But, um, <laughs> confidential stuff. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave that alone. But, um, but no, I mean, there's, uh, there's moments where you're auditioning for like, I, I actually just did a couple self tapes for new Netflix shows. Okay. Because um, here's the deal about that is, you know, Disney Plus is coming out mm -hmm. um, with their own streaming platform, and so they're pulling all the Disney <laughs> stuff off of Netflix. So Netflix is, you know, busting out all these TV shows and original content. Right. So I'm seeing a lot more Netflix castings. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to like, go oh, yeah. No, absolutely. We we go in the we, door. We've talked about that so so much. Right. I feel like because like, <laughs> I feel like Netflix is constantly cranking out stuff right mm -hmm. now, and then like everybody's trying to have their own streaming platform, and it's like, yeah, ugh. they got to keep. How many little out? subscriptions yeah. do I need to yeah. buy? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much like micro cable. You just pick what you want to watch for as a streaming service. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if they keep making like movies like Bird Box, oh my gosh, they'll. I mean, they'll just keep going. Like that's huge. Um, now, where do you, uh, where do you see these kind of um, like things? Oh, for things? Is it backstage or? Um, I used website. to be on backstage, okay. so I, I used to be on backstage, but um, I realized that a lot of, I might get back on it just to check it out, but I've actually noticed their castings elsewhere for free, oh. <laughs> right. like yeah. Facebook groups, <laughs> right. um, yeah. so a lot of a lot of that I, did, I just got off of it um, a while ago. It's a lot of those you gotta pay like <clears throat> annual fees and stuff to... Yeah, so like the, the couple of platforms that I do look at is um, Actors Access and Casting Networks. Okay. So those are the two I look at. Um, IMDb has like a casting notices section. If you have IMDb Pro, okay. there's casting networks uh, or casting notices there, but I've never gotten anything from there. But uh, no, Actors Access is like my main main okay. go-to. I check it every day to you know Monday through Friday. They don't post anything on the weekends, so Monday morning, everyone's there. you better be yeah. on there because right. it has like all kinds of stuff. And so now, I mean, now I don't have to look at everything. I'm very, you know, I have a limited thing now because I, I just joined Screen Actors Guild nice. uh, earlier this year. So now I just put that filter on like all union. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't have to look as much. Oh, that's cool. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's just an everyday process. Right. Wake up in the morning, boom, actor's access. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you said you're in the SAG, right? Yes. An after? Uh, SAG after. After, after. Yep. Uh, now, before that, I remember what you were talking about, and also keep going back to the Frederick article, Frederick Newspost article, where you're talking about, like, pretty much, like, asking people, like, oh, for places to stay, like, 
yes. sleeping in your car. Like, yes. Were there, there any funny stories with that? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a couple. There was a couple years of, of constant ongoing drive of going to sets all up and down the East Coast mm -hmm. as a background artist and. Um, I don't do any background now. I'm like, you, you get burnout from it. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I go down to Charleston, South Carolina, because, um, well, I, I went to Atlanta first because I was, uh, I just moved there. And I lived there for like four months, and then I got out. But as soon as I got to Atlanta, um, I got basically cast um, as a stand-in for a YouTube Red original in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so, and I don't know anybody in Charleston so I was like, I was like, great. I was like, I'm going to be making like hundred bucks a day. Yep. I guess, I guess I'll make, make a home in my car. Mm -hmm. And so like, this is like 18 days of shooting oh, <laughs> and like, oh, I'm yeah. working with YouTube stars mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and <YouTube so>. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm basically waking up in the morning. Uh, the best $20 a month I've ever spent is on a planet fitness membership nice. you get the black card so that you can go to all of these you know it's just all of the places all over the east coast i'm sleeping in my car one night and it was like two weeks in and i'm like oh my gosh like my back was killing me i was like you know what i'm just going to go into planet fitness and go to one of their hydro massage beds uh -huh. you know they, they you know you yeah, yeah i know you know what you're talking about, about. Yeah. it's like the water jets and everything so i was like i'm just going to go in there and like sign up for a 10 minute session notice this is like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and this is a 24-hour gym so it's like it's safe to like be out in the parking lot because people are in and out all the time um at least to me it was <laughs> but uh so i go in there and i sign up and i go to the hydra massage bed and i'm laying down taking off my shoes and i i fall asleep instantly Oh my god. I knew I was going to yeah. fall asleep. Like I just wanted to get some sleep, mm -hmm. like some really good sleep. So <laughs> so then all of a sudden I hear this, Allah, Allah. I was like, "Oh my gosh." And I woke I wake up and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." Like I am so sorry. And she's like, "Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It happens all the time." And I was like, "Great." <laughs> and so I was like I was like I knew I would fall asleep, but yeah. So then I look at my phone and it's like three hours later. Oh wow! Oh, and I was she like, let you sleep though. It sounds yeah. Like, <laughs> sounds, I was like, oh my gosh! Cares. And then like I'm like doing the walk of shame outside Planet Fitness back to my car so I can get some more sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but no, like that's like one scenario. There was another scenario where I'd done that and and yeah, they come in like within an hour. Because people, if you go late at night, like in the middle of the night, you could get a good two, three hours of sleep. But if you go at like 10 p.m., yeah, no, 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 no it's chance. too too this early. Is, these are tips, by yeah, the way. Pro tips. <laughs> pro tips. So if you go and live in your car, get a Planet Fitness membership. <laughs> yeah. Go into Planet Fitness and just try and get some sleep for a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> but you have massage, to go in thanks. the middle of the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There will so, be a lady that will talk to you at you 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> they, they will eventually end you. We've got to cancel those guys' membership. No, uh, you know, I wonder I wonder when I walk into those Planet Fitnesses and just go and take a shower whether they know. Because they don't – like I'm in there for like 20 minutes and they see me walk to the bathroom. And then I walk out 20 minutes later with like my hair all wet and everything. And they're probably thinking, doesn't he have a home yeah. that he can go to? I'm um, sure. I'm sure there's other people that try to get. Oh by yeah, I've like seen. That. I've seen a lot of. I'm I've certain. seen a lot of people yeah. that like homeless people that they would they would go in there. Like that's a 
hell of a like great idea. Like yeah. twenty bucks a month, you go get you unlimited showers, yeah. unlimited shower showers and exercise. And exercise. Yeah. You can go in, you can get on like one of those massage chairs and watch some TV. <laughs> so you know, and maybe you don't have a home, but at least you're shredded. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they do the pizza deals, or not the deals, but they do give out. Oh pizza. yeah, yeah, so they, so they give out pizza. <laughs> so it's like once too. a month. It's yeah. like they have pizza. They have like all you can eat tootsie rolls. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what kind of uh, r- routine that is for a gym to be promoting, oh, but I mean, they, they try to they try to not yeah. discriminate. So I do appreciate that. Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. Just like pizza of all things at a gym. It's just like yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Like, uh, all right, guys, you guys all worked out. Come get some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that I mean, I just admired that uh, the hustle you did to like do that because I mean, yeah. just like driving up and down the East Coast as well as having to for an 18 day shoot. It, oh my gosh, yeah, that that one production, 18 days being a stand in. I, I will say though, if if someone goes to a set and wants to experience a like hands on, like what a production overall is, like with the director and producers and everything be a stand-in for like something like and be a stand-in for like one of the leads not like a day player where you're there for the same amount for them you know, right. a couple of days but um but yeah definitely stand in all the way nice but, yeah. <laughs> well uh with that we'll go into a little break here and we'll come back with some of uh, dallas's summer projects and some other interesting stories that we have lined up for him yeah, so we'll, we'll be, be right, right back yeah, be right back <laughs> <laughs> And we're back, and uh, during the break, it was funny because I took my glasses off, and Dallas realized that he knows me. <laughs> it was pretty much like Clark Kent here. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, so it really does work. Like, I was like roasting Superman. I was like, wait a second. No. This is crazy. I like your disguise, man. You just wear glasses. That's all you need. Like, Bam, it's me. Um, no, yeah. No, we met like one other one time, so it's not like a big deal but um we met we met at a mutual friend of ours uh amanda schaefer mm-hmm. yeah uh, who also uh does a lot of uh, film stuff in the area she usually participates in 72 film fest and she just did uh, what was it free climb oh well she did the black hills night hike yeah that um i think it was melinda i think it was called melinda i think they're short I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what it all is. I do know she is, was in Free Climb, though. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Free Climb was last year's 72 Film Fest. Yeah. yeah. And what is the. She got Best Actress, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, That's she awesome. got Best Actress uh, last year. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Um, what is the. Uh, Black the Hills Night. Black Hills Night Hike? Yes. Night Hike. What is that? So it's a horror anthology. Okay. Uh, well, you might you might know more about it than I do. But when I came to that writing, uh, what was it pretty much like a writing? Well, how would you describe that meeting? It's just like, it's like a, a brainstorming, yeah, brainstorming like, meeting. Like, um, more like a in development, like brainstorming session, just going over scripts that are potential short films for the anthology. Yeah, with uh, with that going there, Clark had actually like invited me out to go do that Clark Klein. Is one of the, like the leading people of the '72 Film Fest, yes. and he also started the Black Hills Night Hike yep. uh, series. It's a series, right? It's pretty much a series, right? Anthology. Yeah. I, I'd probably just say. Yeah, it's like a, it's anthology. a horror anthology about yeah. like myths and legends. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and it's it's. I mean, it's more like a local Frederick thing, is mm-hmm. it? I mean, or they take. I don't know. I don't know if he's doing like any. Uh, I think the lore is throughout Maryland, but it, <laughs> yeah. it is just Frederick like, okay. for Frederick filmmakers. I think. 
Okay. I mean, anyone's more than welcome. Like, if they hear about it, like, from Maryland at least, anyone yeah. would be able to participate as long as they, like, what is it, like a registration or something? Yeah, there's a registration, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, 72fest.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Um, but it was cool when I was sitting in on it. It seemed like a lot <laughs> of good like, ideas. I was like, what, what the? And that's how me and that, yeah. like, Dallas came up to <laughs> I me. I was like, like hey, oh, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but just the readings were so awesome because there's just, like, so much creativity, like, surrounding, like, these. There's pretty much a table read of, like, their own scripts for these story ideas and it's just like wow it's like again it's just like the whole creative process just talking about like their idea of like theirs it was like their own specific how to alter it to make it you know even better and um yeah, and I read for some of the parts, and mm-hmm. just it was just a fun little meetup. I yeah. I didn't. I was so quiet. Like the only time I talked was when I was reading parts. I didn't give <laughs> any any direction or content or any, like um, criticism, but uh, now I was just there to listen. Yeah, I just love everyone's like creative take on like that. They're like they get like a their own not theme but their own like monster or, or like uh, was it myth or, like yeah. mythical legend. Myth and legends, uh, yep. So it's cool to see like their own story take of the urban legend that they got yes so it's just really awesome like hearing about all these stories that they come up with and hearing people like just read off like their scripts and stuff so i think it's going to be awesome when they actually do it go into like oh, yeah. post-production that's going to be sick yeah, yeah. um yeah because uh jordan you know jordan miller mm-hmm. um he's doing well he he already did he already did one for the black hills night hike but now he's doing a second one um <laughs> which i I, I told him I was like, hey, I was like, I want to be involved and everything. And so like, I went the, you know, I went the way. Even though he's like a friend, I, you know, I call him a friend of mine. But like at the same time, I was like, I'll audition for you, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll see if it works out. So there's um, a short film that will go into the anthology. It's called uh, Chessie and the Doorway. Mm. Um, it's about uh, what is it? It's a, it's like a myth. Well, it's an urban legend for sure, but. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't give anything away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we can, uh, leave, it we can yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so I have a little, I have a little part in it. So mm-hmm. cool. it'll be fun. And that's something you're working on, like throughout the summer, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So it'll be. I think he plans to shoot um, in July, uh, like the toward the end of July. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it should be a fun, fun nice. shoot. Nice. And any other summer projects you have going on? Uh, so we do. <laughs> Jordan and I, we uh, we get together every once in a while. We do these. Uh, and again, this is not me. It's. Uh... Oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, I didn't realize. Sorry. When I say Jordan, I I mean another Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Jordan Miller. Um. So Jay we Millie. we get Jay Millie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get. We get together in the clink, and uh, we uh, we do these masterclass spoofs. I don't know if you've seen them. You've seen them. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've seen them. yeah. I have not seen them. Okay, so uh, so I got this idea. I was like, it's like let's like create some. You know, they have these masterclasses that you know, he like uh, who's the one? Well, Kevin Spacey did one, but they took it off. Um, but like they have different. Uh, Chef Ramsay like teaches you how to cook. Um, there's a writer that teaches you how to write, like these famous people that, you know, they go down the line and all these different professions. There's a, there's a guy that just, I just saw a trailer for it, um, that teaches you how to do, uh, play poker in like a strategic way. So there's all these master classes and they have their trailers and they're usually like a minute long. And I told Jordan, uh, Jordan Millie, and uh, <laughs> I told him, I was like, I was like, let's, uh, I have an idea. Let's spoof Masterclass and just make up a character that is teaching something that he has no idea about, but he thinks he knows. <laughs> and so we came up with this character called Demarion Titus, and he's 
uh, an acting instructor that his knowledge is like way down, but his but his like confidence level yeah, is way high. <laughs> so like the the exercises and the things, the tips he says are like complete BS. <laughs> like they're terrible. Um, yeah, there's like two of them out now, and it's like the interview type, and then there's like just it's so fun. You just have to see it. But um, we're doing it. We want to do a third one where we have classmates mm-hmm. involved, where Demary and Titus has them do these exercises and it's just going to be hilarious <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, great. yeah so like there's one like for example there's one called um like you know acting is all about the eyes you know you have to do your eye exercises and so we're going to be doing these like intense like eye eye exercises in front of a mirror like that would be one of the the oh, techniques that, that's really funny. but it's it's bullshit (laughs) but um but yeah no that's uh that's another project we we got going on it'll probably be a little longer than a minute because we want to elaborate on it um and these are on youtube right yes yeah Yeah, you can go on youtube um jordan's uh jordan miller's uh what is it production company gypsy cab studios you can go on facebook and they're on there Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll definitely stay on the lookout for that new one there. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to catch Joe up on the other ones. Oh yeah, yes, it is. It, they are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now you're just recently as well, wasn't it? Within the last month, you're on James Corden. Yeah, me and James, we we uh, we go way back. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I meant to ask you about that earlier when we were talking about like past stuff. Like, how did that? happened <laughs> so uh no i gave him a call and i was like hey i want to be on the show and he was like okay no no that's i was in no the, the backstory of that is i was in los angeles already with uh, a bunch of friends of mine um a friend of mine owen palmiotti he wrote a script and it was uh accepted to the beverly hills film festival mm, okay. so and he got second runner-up Ooh, for nice. that festival and we were all staying in an airbnb together and slowly like everybody was trickling back to the east coast and like i was the last person at this airbnb so i had a couple days to myself um after the festival to just go do what i want to do and you went to you went to planet fitness hydro (laughs) massage yeah took a nap nap. no um but no i um i was doing my laundry and stuff and i was like i had this ticket i had um i had a uh, the Late Late Show with James mm-hmm. Corden ticket uh, to be an audience member. You can go see these talk shows for free. Like yeah. they're oh. on. Yeah, they're. You can go like up to New York and see Good Morning America. Like you, can you usually have to. It's usually just like a lottery thing, right? It's just like, a first come first serve. Yeah, you um, get there early enough, you can oh, nice. just watch it. It's the same thing with like um, I believe SNL or like yeah, yep. anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, because I I had the ticket and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to the show because <laughs> I had nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. And so I get to CBS Studios, and we're I'm outside, uh, you know, outside the gate before we go through security. And there's like, you know, big line out there, and you know, I have my ticket, and I'm like, you know, it's a, nothing else to do. My phone was dying, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna like read the ticket, and I go over the ticket, and it it says in bold, no shorts, like under dress code, and I was wearing shorts, and I was like. I was like, great. And so I was like, I told the girl behind me, I was like, you know what, maybe they won't notice. Maybe I'll just go in and I don't know how strict they are, but <clears throat> maybe they won't notice. And so like two seconds later, this girl comes down. She's like one of the coordinators. She's like, oh, sir, sorry, you're going to have to go get some pants. 
and like wow they're real strict yeah oh yeah they're like you can't come in the studio like with shorts you have to have pants and i was like i was like you know what i was like i was like well where can i get some pants and she's like you can go to the grove and like i was just at the grove like the day before and i there's no way I can go there and get pants for less than $50. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. insane. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Like, I was eating at In-N-Out all week long. Like, right. come on. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the girl behind me, she was like, well, I'm from here. I know the area. There's actually a thrift shop right down the block. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. And I, I asked the coordinator. I was like, so when, when do I need to get back? Because this is crazy. And she's like, well, get back in like a half hour. Um and I had some time, so I was like, all right. So I walked down there. There's no fitting rooms in this place. So I had to tell the girl, I was like, look, I have to get to a show. Can I put on the pants in the aisle? I'll, I'll pay for them, but, like, can I put <laughs> And she's like, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I was like, all right, cool. And, like, these pants were eight seventy-five. And so, like, <laughs> I put on these pants. I'm carrying my shorts back to the studio. <laughs> and I go through security and, you know, all that. And... Uh, you know, you sign like a waiver and all that, and just in case you get murdered in the studio, it's not their fault. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, uh, they sat me in like it was weird because when you walk in, you would think like it's like the high school days and like the auditorium where you like go through down the line and sit. But they were like placing us in all these different areas. Like they're like, all right, you go in that seat. All right, all right, you go in the seat all the way up there. Yeah, like, and they sat me in the second row. Um, which was pretty cool. It was like yeah. really good seats. Um, and, and so like, you know, before the show, they have like, what's the pre-show where like this guy comes out and like amps up the audience yeah. and like, all right guys, all right, James Corden is going to be coming out soon, but you guys got to be on your game. All right. Who wants to come up here and dance? And I'm like, me, me, me. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I ended up getting picked to go up and dance in front of the audience. And like, they had another girl and another girl. And, um, so there's like us three and like the audience that cheers the loudest for whoever danced the best, like gets a t-shirt and like, oh, I, didn't, okay. I didn't win. Um, <laughs> this girl ended up like twerking or something. <laughs> I can't twerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> dang it. This guy in his pants. <laughs> so then it's like James Corden comes out, does his, you know, monologue and sits down and they, they told us before, like it was going to be audience driven. And I'm like, what is that? me like and he said uh we're gonna be playing the emoji news story game um who who here knows their emojis and i'm like i raised my hand and like there's a part where i'm thinking like maybe one of his producers told him the story how i had to go get pants because it was like he just was like oh yeah you sir come on up like it was just really quick right away <laughs> and i'm like hmm, okay and so i get up there and like it's it, when you watch it back it it, people think it's like staged mm -hmm. and it wasn't like mm -hmm. everything was totally just it totally um, looked <clears throat> planned out yeah <laughs> i watched it i was like oh <laughs> no people were like how did you get that booked where was the casting at and i was like it wasn't oh, <laughs> i was an audience yeah. member so i get I know, up it there it totally looked like you were like brought there to be interviewed oh yeah <laughs> that's what it looked like to me i was like what what's I was like, going what, on what is happening yeah. Yeah, so, so then's yeah. so then the part this is the part where it changed so like he asks me he's like so dallas he's like what you know he asked me like what is it like being called dallas and all that and he's like uh explain your look to, uh, for me today 
And I'm like, why would someone yeah, ask you to a... explain to your look today? And I'm like, maybe he knows something. So like, I explained the story, how I got to the thrift store, and I got a pair of pants for eight seventy five. <laughs> But he said, he said, uh, well, he said, you paid for these pants? And like his head writer, Ian, was like over there with shorts on and like <laughs> making fun of him. And uh, he's like, you, you paid money? I'm going to reimburse you for these pants. How much were these pants? And like, yeah, smart yeah, ass yeah. me, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these pants are $2,000. <laughs> yeah. um, and so like that gives the, the audience a laugh. And um, I don't know if he thought I was funny or not. But, uh, <laughs> but then he's like, no, really, how much are the pants? And I tell him and then. Um, but no, like after that, uh, there was the part where we actually started playing the game, the emoji mm -hmm. game, and these five emojis come up on the monitor, and I'm supposed to create this story with the emojis. And I'm looking at the monitor, and I really could not see the monitor. Like the monitor was like, it's like, it's like, is that a horse? I don't. I, I could not make out these emojis and he's oh, no. like and so like he's like I should have brought my glasses I'm sorry <laughs> and so like we start scooting together to this monitor <laughs> and it created like this funny bit uh and then you know he he basically said you know Dallas we uh we didn't just get closer to the monitor but uh we got closer together. <laughs> and like it was like creating this thing. It was so funny. Like I was like, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then I go sit down, and that was it. Like outside the studio after the show, like people were coming up to me, and like they're like, "Oh my gosh, that was so cool!" And like, like, did you, how'd you get that gig? And I was like. <laughs> I was sitting in the audience. Yeah. They just called I was me. Just yeah. sitting there. Look, man. I was like, you got to wear shorts next time. Yeah, just go get shorts. some pants, and <laughs> then you'll get on the show. Some more pro tips from. I want to see some guy just roll in with the white beater. If you go down these tapings, make sure you wear shorts. <laughs> yes, yes, you get called on. Make yeah. sure you 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 do the dress code wrong, and then have to go get pants, and then you'll get on the show. But no, um, yeah, and then he. He rounded up the reimbursement to ten dollars, and I never received my ten dollars. Uh oh. So I tweeted him. Yeah. I tweeted him, and I said, "Said you still owe me ten dollars?" <laughs> and like he ended up following me on Twitter. Oh, oh that's really? Awesome. No, yeah. I. That's I was cool. like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> I was like, "So I'm gonna have to go back out there and like watch the show." So I haven't received your ten dollars. Yeah. No. You'll get a follow, Come on, James Gordon. I know. You're getting, you're getting tagged today. I have <laughs> Yes, tag him so he can if listen. If you owe money, he'll just follow you on, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. social media. <laughs> right. Which is just more than enough. I'd rather take a follow than that. Than yeah, much, but it's awesome. No, but that whole experience sounds like it was, it was really it fun was to like, me. It was weird. It was like both stars aligned and then just got <laughs> yeah. me to that point. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Because um, like Joe said, it didn't, it didn't seem like stage, but it seemed like it was like planned. Like you guys... You guys knew what you were going to talk about, but yeah. when when you when you go into like it was awesome hearing the behind the scenes process because it just seems more yeah. authentic and yeah. more real. It's like, crazy. I hundred like, percent thought you were like brought there to, to be on the show. Yeah. Like, that's, oh yeah, that's, that's what it looked like <laughs> to yeah. me. It's like, oh hey, this is Dallas. We're gonna play a game. People are like, like you're not nervous <laughs> at all. You were very confident. I was like, well yeah. I was like, I just you know when I I guess my instinct is when I get called up. Or something like that i feel like all right now i have to put on a show with whoever it is yeah oh my um, gosh and do, so, doing yeah. that with like a late night host <laughs> I, I even knowing having that mentality i just do like 
I will, I will say my leg was quivering. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like it, it was, uh, it was, it was great. I loved it. I, I definitely want to go back out and see the show again. Maybe they'll do a Q and A. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And I'll yeah. be like, hey, look, uh, can I get my ten dollars? And tell Ian like, hey, yeah, he's the guy that owes you ten bucks. You never, you never <laughs> yeah. know. Never know. No, that'd be awesome if you so, get back on there. I'm about. I'm going to LA on Thursday. Maybe I'll. <laughs> you need to get on the site. Yes. No, that'd be great. You should like get a ticket. You should see if you get a ticket on the uh and for the audience and then like go see the show and if they do a Q and A, just be like, hey, you remember Dallas? Yeah. Uh, he wants his ten dollars, man. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like... <laughs> yeah, like you're a debt collector. You're his debt collector. Yeah. <laughs> I'm his debt collector, and uh, I'm here on behalf of Dallas White uh, like Security. <laughs> Where's the ten dollars, James? <laughs> <laughs> he would probably remember. It wasn't too long ago. Yeah. Um, so what was great about that show is they had uh, he had Bill Hader on and um, Anna Klumsky. Oh, nice. So it was a really good show. Um, I'm a fan of Bill Hader's for sure, and from SNL and everything. Mm -hmm. So like, it was a. Sometimes you you don't know who's going to be on the show until you go see the show. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And was it actually like at night or did they? No, <clears throat> so the they started. So like a call time was like three thirty. Mm -hmm. That's when everybody had to be there. Um, but they didn't start filming until about five thirty. Okay. Uh, and then after the show, the show would last maybe an hour, hour and a half, mm -hmm. and uh, then they would air it that night. So it would air like eleven thirty or twelve. I don't know what what mm -hmm. time. It's different. Oh yeah, with the yeah, diff time, time change. change. Yeah, <laughs> time changes, but. But yeah, um, but yeah, it was fun. Cool, yeah, that was awesome. Like a little behind the scenes story there. Yeah. I guess we'll uh, just dive back into <laughs> another break and then come back with like just wrapping up with Dallas. Cool. Some Sounds good. Interesting topics from Aaron to him. Sweet. All right, guys, we're back. Again, Dallas White with us here. has been so much fun so far. We do have a couple questions. He's given us a lot about his acting career, and uh, we just want to kind of like tailor it off with some off-topic questions. We did this last show, uh, but Dallas, like, we've been asking, well, we asked our last guest, do you have any, like, spooky encounters? Like, any scary stories that oh. you've had throughout your life? Uh, are you a ghost believer? Oh, my gosh. supernatural believer? Oh, I am a, well... Yes, I believe in ghosts. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> this is so spot on. But um, but no, I I had an encounter when I was uh, when I was a kid. I was in my room and I used to blast the music and have like I was really into like Christmas lights and like lasers and stuff. So like I would have a nightclub going on in my room with <laughs> with just me there sitting there. <laughs> not not I, I had, or anything, just sitting there. Just sitting there. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> apparently a ghost showed up, um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was just a reflection. I don't know, but like, literally, just saw a little boy just kind of go through, through my bed and through the wall, and I like went white. While you're in the room? Yeah. Like oh This my little gosh. boy just kind of comes through, goes through the corner of my bed and through the wall on the other side. I was like, and you oh. saw it vividly. Yeah. Oh It was yeah. definitely a little boy. Oh like, my god. Yeah. And it, it had to be like overalls back in the day mm. type of, 
And I was like, what the hell? And like, I went straight white, turned on the lights. Which is how you got your last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the origins. That was, that was the origin right there. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, that was, that was one encounter. Um, and I went up and like, my dad was like, oh my gosh, what happened? Like, he could tell right away. I was like, that was the ghost in my room. <laughs> now, did so, you do any research? Like, as if there, if there was like any, like something that happened either in the house or just like around the area now people say like oh some boy died i mean i've done i've done like the ouija board like oh. I, now here's here's the thing i believe in ghosts but i do not believe in the ouija board i think it's total bs oh, okay. like i think it's just a mind trick like there's someone moving the planchetta, planchetta like to go like i've done that like i would play it like so here's another here's a good story is i've had <laughs> i've had friends over and um I, I was into magic at the time because mm. I did magic in high school and I, uh, <laughs> I had this invisible string and so I put invisible string on the planchetta, you know, the one that sees all the letters yeah. through. Yeah. I put it on one of the legs of the planchetta and had it strapped to my finger. <laughs> and so as we're doing it, we're like really intense. I was like, is anyone here? And like we were moving it. And like it was going to yes, like I was moving it basically, and then, <laughs> and then we we're like, oh my god, it said yes, and we all moved our hands, and I just yanked it under the table, and it just flew off the table, and all of them screamed and like <laughs> ran out of the room, and I was like, so, hell yeah, oh I was like, oh my god, guys, a ghost came. Can you believe it? The demon. Now I I I am with you on the board game aspect of it, but I do believe. I mean, my mom's like heavily into that. She was like, anytime I bring it up, it's like, no, we don't talk. We don't ever bring it no, up. Boy in our house. <laughs> so that's what always scares me internally. It's like, okay, okay. I mean, it, it might not have like a big deal, but if my mom's saying like, don't mess with it, yeah. I'll be like, okay, not touching it. But I could see to where it could be like something that's explainable to just like play off of like a I group because it is a, it is a group game. It's a group game. To have like all your hands on it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's basically a board game for yeah. <laughs> ghosts yeah. but i think it's just a, a playful thing that people just i don't know i don't know i, I do think... get chills how like the rules even say like don't play it in the graveyard i was just like whoa if that's number one like holy crap well see <laughs> see and on the box like you see these in spencer's and like spencer's gifts and like all these you know dark web places mm -hmm. and like you when you see a box that says do not use. Like, obviously, I'm going to use it. Like, that's great. That's like, that is the convincer to tell people to not buy this when it's on sale in a store. It's like, this could be dangerous. Don't buy it. It's sweet. That also adds to the level of, like, thinking it's crap because it's like, oh, let me go to Toys R Us and Luigi. Like, it's like, you know, you think of, like, you think. I don't know, in my head, it's almost like, those aren't the real ones. The real ones are like, yeah. I found this in a thrift shop, and it, no one knows where it came <laughs> yeah, yeah, from. Yeah. Like, there's engravings <laughs> on the back that no one can read. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> like, burn the edges so yeah. it looks more antique, yeah, yeah. and then it's like, oh, yeah, this is the real deal. It's like, Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. found it in the attic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, that's great. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Ouija board and they make movies about it look at that yeah they are pretty that second one was kind of scary but it's the guy that did uh, the Haunting a Hill House series yeah. on Netflix oh yeah so, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a pretty cool he's a Towson native too 
Really? Yeah, he graduated from Towson, and uh, now he's doing like cool Netflix shows now. Because nice. Hunting a Hill House was amazing. Mm. You, you've seen it, right? I've seen a little bit of it. Okay. I, I haven't. I don't. I didn't binge watch it. Okay. I definitely rec- recommend that. I mean, I just like horror movies myself, so. And I saw that Oculus movie that he did, so okay. I kind of just wanted to see what he would do next. So that was another cool show. But speaking of which, are you into any shows? Since I mean, I know you've been oh, in yeah. shows. So am I into shows? Yes. Um, so I'm waiting. Well, right now I'm in a gap. So like, I just finished watching like reality. I watched American Idol. I watched this season. So like, that was over. Um, the Good Doctor on ABC. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that. I'm waiting for season three to come out. Um, for Netflix, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on the second season of Sex Education. Yes, that was a good show. <laughs> you seen that show? I haven't seen that one. Oh, I, it's, I agree it's hilarious. That. Yeah, yeah, it is a good show. Um, the other one is Thirteen Reasons Why. I'm waiting on season uh, three uh, to come out. Another season of that show. Yeah, oh, they're no. probably gonna instead of cassette tapes and Polaroids, they'll probably come out with like. Like what they're doing with Jumanji, they'll just have a video game. Video games, yeah. Video, <laughs> video games. <laughs> the, the, the avatars are the reasons yes. why. Like, play all eight of these video games. <laughs> you have to win to, <laughs> to find out information. Right. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm waiting on that one. I think it's gonna start going into the controversy topic of like um, the school shooting um, type yeah, thing. I, I think, I think it's going to start going into that direction. Because that's kind of like a it's kind of like a taboo show because I mean the first one got a hell of a lot of like heat for like it's content stuff. Yeah. I personally really do not like that show. Uh, oh, it 13 was, Reasons It's why. very well um, well written and stuff and I because I watched all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the second season but I like had to finish the first one because they do such a good job of like what happens next i have to see yeah what's on that tape i have to see like <laughs> so um i don't i don't like the direction it took but you know uh, get into all that okay. yeah it's uh but um they could have left it they could have left it at season one honestly they could have just you know 13 reasons why you find out why she did it and be done with it mm-hmm. it was like vice principles like they they knew they were going to do two seasons and that's it mm-hmm. they end it so there's certain shows that don't need to be drawn out. Yeah. But, um, Especially that much of an impact it left. Yeah. You, you'd think like, people would get it, but there's just some people that just, I don't know, I'm not speaking on their behalf, but it just seemed like it was like, a, oh, it did so well, it got so much attention in this one. Let's see how much we can ramp it up the second, yes. third season. Yep. So, exactly. And it's all for... Oh, for, oh, for the stuff. money. If if if, uh, if the first Jumanji with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart made you know a lot of money, they're gonna make a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was actually pretty enjoyable. I mean, it was, nothing it was. compared to the first one, but yeah, yeah, the I original. Mean, I mean, I, I was skeptical. I was skeptical because I'm like, you know, don't take Robin Williams' yeah. part, like yeah. you know, or movies, like no. And yeah. same thing with um, Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. No, yeah, everything yeah. Same, same thing with that. Yeah. It's like Robin Williams, no, the genie, no, Will Smith, what are you doing? And then I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <Joe laughs> like it too. I, I loved it. I was like, I'm, I appreciate that he just did his own thing with it. Yes. He didn't try yeah. to emulate Robin Williams at all because I'm like, I don't need that. His, I think uh, that's why people were kind of like turned away from it. Was like they thought he was going to act just like Robin Williams. You know, but they didn't give so they didn't give a lot of his like scenes for like the trailer to like say like give like a personality thing yeah. yes so i think that's why people are just like no no one can he put, be his, uh, put his own spin on it with yeah. his uh fresh prince of bel-air uh persona. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um, I would figure that i haven't seen it yet but i figured it'd be kind of like towards that 
Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the, well, there was another. There was another actor actually. I wanted to play the genie, and um, the one person that came to mind was Eddie Murphy. I can oh, see that. Yeah. I, yeah. I really wanted. I when I saw Will Smith was cast, I was like, oh, that was bad casting. <laughs> but now you see it now, it's like, oh wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Eddie Murphy could have played a good genie. Well, that's what we were thinking for like the Mulan reboot. It'd be like it'd be great if they could bring like Mushu back as uh, okay, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like we were saying, like the only other person would probably be like Kevin Hart, <laughs> be, like more relevant than that yeah. if, if Eddie, Eddie Murphy isn't willing to take that role on again. Because again, that's it seems like it's like the secondary character that's always hardest to like replace, rather than like the main character. Yeah, the I mean, like the there's most memorable. yeah, it's always like Batman. <laughs> Batman's easier to replace. We cycled. Now we have Chris. Uh, what was his name? Oh shoot, uh, Twilight guy. Oh oh. Uh... Pattinson, uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can expend as many Spider-Man and Batmans, but it's always like the second character is like, what, you got him doing it? Like, so, <laughs> so you guys are going to be really mad at me. Um, <laughs> I don't watch uh, I don't watch any of the Avengers. Get out of it. No, <laughs> no, we're not mad. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> See y'all. No, they're not, they're not, I'm not super into them either. I'll watch them, but I usually don't go yeah. out of my way to do so, though. I used to, like, I watched, like, you know, the first Spider-Man, like, mm-hmm. with, um... Uh, Toby. Toby, yeah, Toby McGuire. Um, but, like, now it's just super, like, the superhero movies, I just, I'm like, ah, let them do their thing. Yeah. I'll sit out. I mean, I'm, I'm for it for, like, the conversation aspect mm-hmm. and, like, talking about it, especially with Endgame. It's just, like, we've watched since, like, Iron Man back in, like, what was it, 20 or something it was almost 2010 Uh, just to see it end Mm -hmm. and you're taking like this all this time just to like sit through all these movies see them connect and then like see where it takes place then so at that point it almost seems like you have to be there for like the ending Mm -hmm. but if it for like now stuff like guardians of the galaxy like i I could care less yeah until like they come out i I can watch it at home (laughs) i wonder if they're in their contract they have this like they're basically exclusively like they have to be involved in the next one if or do they like have the movies set out? Because you know they're not listed. You know they're not listed on IMDb until a certain time. But like, you know, do they really like sign a contract saying like you will be this forever if we need you? I feel like it's gotta be something like that. Gotta or they agree like to a certain number of movies and they're like, okay, well we're gonna mm-hmm. squeeze you your storyline into yeah. that many movies. Yes. Or whatever. Like I don't know how any of that stuff works, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Uh, but yeah. I mean, they're enjoyable nonetheless, and they're making a, mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of money. I mean, it's yeah. Endgame's pretty much number two now. <laughs> I, I, besides yeah, Avatar. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Like I, I like them. I mm-hmm. just, I'm yeah. usually not in the theater opening night to see them. True. Yeah. It, so, you yeah, know, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You don't yeah. have to leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah they're not gonna. They're not, they're not kicked out. We'll give you a pass on that. Yeah. If, next time we'll have like Marvel propaganda up. Don't come. Don't come. But. No, no, Dallas. It was great having you on. Uh, thank you so much for Thanks, coming out. Thanks today. for having me. It's been really cool. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, Dallas had some great ideas to do like uh, a video podcast, and I mean that just got me thinking of some ideas to just do like some collab- collaborations later mm-hmm. down the road. Uh, I mean, we'll do something for sure. We have, both have crazy schedules. You're, you're shooting all the way around, so I mean, once we'll shoot you a text and okay. see what you're up to, and uh, yeah. if we can work something out, Absolutely. do something collaborative wise, we'll. We'll be in touch in the show. Yeah. But yeah. thanks for the talk. It was it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Well we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Uh, Joe will be out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
which will be tomorrow when we have the podcast on. <laughs> so for those listening, uh, Joe will be at E3. Um, we'll try to get some coverage down there. I mean, we'll try to stay active on Twitter. And I don't know. I've seen yeah. us giving you like the falling squares thing. If you want to do like a live thing, that'd be awesome too. But yeah, we'll you have your own thing. If you're if we'll you're see. busy, we yeah. won't want to bother you. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I can definitely yeah. throw some pictures up. But yeah, I'm going to get my ten dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's why he's actually going. <laughs> that studio i'm leaving tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so with that we'll have like i think two replacements because you come back the 16th so we'll mm-hmm. have to just try to find like two co-hosts so my ass is have to stay by myself <laughs> <laughs> talking to myself basically <laughs> but uh um we'll hope you have a lot of fun joe uh, you definitely will yeah and uh, i don't even know what to expect at e3 i mean i know of some games that i'm excited for but He'll be there for actual live experience. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm yeah. excited. But with that, this Jordan here signing off. And Joe, thanks for listening, everybody. And again, thanks, Dallas, for coming out. Thank you. Everyone else, have a great night. Bye.